Welcome to the JK Around Podcast. Hey, JK Around Town. I'm Kevin, and I'm Joel, and uh, we're here uh, alive from Joel's semi-professional to professional recording studio in the capital of the nation. And we're back yet again uh, with another interview episode. This week we have. Um, last week we had a. Well, not last week, but two weeks ago. The other week, the other time. Our other interview. We had a special guest. Now we have another special guest. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our guests are going to be special. I think that we should say that we're never going to have a guest that in isn't that, special. In that they're cherished and uh, yeah. and welcomed. Not in that they oh, don't compete even, in a. They're not retarded. I didn't say that. I, was, I think that's I was, what you were going to say, and I just again, uh, it's these the assumptions, Joel, that you make of me. Okay. Uh, so, did you want to introduce the guest, or should I introduce the guest? Because uh, it's, uh, I think it, it's, right. it feels like it's an honor to introduce any guest, mm-hmm. uh, not just our guest, who it is an honor to introduce, just because he well, is special. Well, we've got Mr. Levi Mann. Um, so his yeah. name is Levi Mann. Levi oh, hey, Mann. Man. Yes. Le- uh, well, oh, say hi to say, Hey, how's everybody? Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for coming. Joel. It's great to have you. Uh, uh, and thank Kevin, you for taking you. out the time, uh, your time of what you're doing to be on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there's really, I don't have an itinerary at all other than uh, watching TV, so... Which I is just good. press pause and now I'm here. It's hey, uh, maybe we should start there. Uh, television, that's somewhere you can get a lot of, like some comics, all they talk about is television. Sure. Um, I, you'd, I, I haven't noticed that you do. Um, until they came out with, and let's go into the trademarks right away, uh, until Marvel came out with a TV show, I couldn't have cared less about mm-hmm. TV and that's why I didn't mm-hmm. know how to work the remote. I, don't, you, uh, I know there are a few, like Jeff Stroop, another comic that I work with, does mm-hmm. uh, quite mm-hmm. a few material, quite a, bit, quite a few bits of material Material on TV, and I, I he's don't been like on television. television. He's no, been on he television. has a few bits on the topic oh, of TV. Telev- he draws oh, he draws inspiration right. from watching TV, mm-hmm. specifically commercials or kids shows. Right. And I I could care less. I think most of my inspiration for comedy comes from just people because I don't spend any time in front of the TV, except I, for now. Except for right now because. Right now. Marvel, because Marvel has a TV Marvel. show, Marvel's and that comic got, book edge of me is uh, got totally sucked into the. Uh, monopoly of mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. well they'll do and that's what they do they try to suck you in and, and that's the manipulation of the media mm-hmm. it happens see it lot. happened for me fast yeah but no um what i wanted to mention uh and and this might uh be you might not even expect this and and this to me I think this could just be my own little thing but do we have beef do we, do we have, there, have beef? There no, I think if the there's man? any if there's any tension between us all because we're like the the probably the better looking of the comedians, which realize in this that room? in Kevin this room would be very offended by that. Well, no, I mean the, the three of us out of the whole comedy scene is just you know pretty pretty people, right? They get all wrapped up in the fact mm-hmm. that they don't. It's like uh, I don't know if there's any beef between us is because we're just so damn good looking. Well, let me tell you why I think there's beef, and and let me tell you where well, I was. This feeling is something insecure. Joel. I mean, Joel will, you know, often find my shoulder to, to rest on it, and I'll, I'll hear him, and he has been weighing on him for a bit. So here we are. We're going to settle this. I can uh, mediate if, if that's necessary. I want to bring it up, and even if here you didn't go. think about it, I want to come clean about it. Here it uh, and I want you to, yeah, just so that it's clear, and then the rest of this interview can go swimmingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you'll remember that uh, we were we shared a stage, let me say, on the Tuesday night at Strega. Do you yep. remember that? Yeah. 
I think it's been three times where you and I have been in the same yep. place. Well, that was one, uh, it was Tuesday night and you went up and you did, you were the, probably one of the funnier comedians that night and it was all, com- mm-hmm. it was all comics. It, it was, was all... one of those great nights Yeah, there where wasn't too many people in the audience that weren't no already perf- civilians performing. Or, yeah. yeah, normals. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, muggles. comedians, comedians just have to... Uh, camaraderize with each other and then right. show each other the uh, each other's magic spells it's, and sort of have that duel. It's like having a powwow with the other witch doctors mm-hmm. and going, "What are we going to do? What what magic yeah. are we spreading? And yeah. tell me, what's this spell look like? Which, what's this spell look which like? Which leaves should be placed into our medicine pot? Mm-hmm. What, right, uh, and this whole know. fantasy metaphor where right. referring spells are material. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, then, yeah, they're well, like, I mean, dishing back material it is, back and forth. It is and it isn't. I mean, that's that's the easy way. I mean, sure, yeah, spells are material, but material, when you when you look at it, is, is made up of a multitude of magical entities that then constitute something like a, a spell or a potion yeah. or a... I would say the, the, the spells are the funny... The material is the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm okay. saying to you, I'm saying, Levi, how is the yeah. eye of Newt mm-hmm. in this concoction? Is that funny or should I take that out yeah. and put in a tongue of squid? Exactly. I don't even know if squids yeah. have tongues, but that's kind of the they don't. direction. You know that for a fact. For a you, fact. That's zoology. Marine biology. Marine zoology. So that night we're up there and uh, you, you went up and you did um, – well, I remember some of your set had to do with taking the bus. Taking the bus, yeah. yeah. And you yeah, were I going, the bus a lot. man, I, and you, you were saying something that was a little bit cheeky about possibly not having paid for the bus in the past. That's not the important part. I'm not going to mention yeah. that because that's a little bit. There's some no, that's an open there. book. Yeah, I, t- I totally mm-hmm. scammed the, the 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 bus system because I wanted a free well, ride. Oh yeah. Right. Which is cool. fine. Come on, clean. This, this is a space of, for honesty. I mean, we did mention the other uh, podcast about how uh, in the nation there is a problem mm-hmm. with low-income housing. Yeah. And sometimes when people illegally take the bus and don't give into the system, that's taken away from people that need it. But that's fine, Levi. I don't want to talk about that. That's so well, we're in Canadian. We're in Canadian entertainment. I think there's a few of us that try to pinch a penny that's, here or there. Well, don't don't steal. That's where he pennies. comes from. I heard Canadians don't even have pennies uh, anymore. Yeah, they, we don't. They, yeah, hmm. you can we pinch don't. all the pennies you want now. Yeah, all right, good. They're, they're worthless. They're not there. <laughs> they're so not true. There. Um, so uh, what I was going to say was, you mentioned going onto the bus, and you said that. Uh, there were a lot of uh, non-white people on the bus. They were Indian. Indian people from India. Yes, not from the uh, from the, people. Yes. And uh, that was funny and everything. And then I I was like, oh, is that racist? Because I'm always confused. What's racist? What's not racist? Yeah. And then uh, someone else went up and did a, a joke, and they said, oh, I've never seen a happy racist. That was a punchline. And I said, well, what about Levi? Mm-hmm. And I essentially called you a racist, mm-hmm. and then you said, "I'm not a racist," and you kind of got beefy. Oh, I'm so I'm so not. You got a little. I'm, you got so like, not. I, I'm not a racist, and I was like, "Well, but you said that whole bit about Indian people on the bus." I didn't know if that was racist or not. And really, I mean, you were trying to focus on the happy part and say, "Yeah, you can be." Of course, he's that, a happy racist. Yeah, I guess say, I suppose. Racist, I suppose if, right? if 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 having any type of judgment that makes you feel like you're better than someone else is considered racism, then I'm not. Um, I was just pointing out the fact that there are a lot of Indian students that attend a specific bus because it's the one bus that gets them all 
to uh, the shuttle for school. And that bus, I was totally the minority there. And the humor in it is just like it wasn't even a thing that they're just to be honest, they're better than I am because right now they're going to school right. and mm-hmm. I am not. Um, I don't think yeah. there's any hate, so I wouldn't call myself yeah. a racist. I but if there's, it's an oxymoron saying a happy racist, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, the happy racist, what are you happy about unless your goal was to eliminate all the Indian people on the bus in which case you succeeded, therefore you're the happy racist. Uh, happiness is so subjective. It's all yeah, it was mis- me. But no, there wasn't any beef there, Joel. Not at all. Good. I, That's, there's no I'm glad that we cleared the air on that. Well, you guys, you know, I'm, you're welcome. I feel like we got some healing. Uh, on Thanks that. for it's facilitating been... that. Yeah, it's emotional. That's like a, yeah. the musical uh, outro to that. Strings. Um, but can I just uh, suggest this idea that um, let's say you go on a bus and you're like, um, look at all these brown people. Um, I hate them. Mm-hmm. But then later on, you go, not you, Levi. Well, I'm just I saying, just anybody. Someone says this. Uh, and then later on, you go home and you're just having like. Uh, some soup with your girlfriend or whatever. Mm. She makes a joke. You guys laugh and you're so in love and you're happy. You're still a racist. You're not happy ne- mm-hmm. necessarily about oh, ignorance, I but see. you know, you're still a happy person and that there's other areas that in your life you can to be, be racist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, again, like I said, it's, it's a subjective experience that uh, we can't really limit to uh, racist and non-racist. I think mm-hmm. happiness uh, flows throughout uh, your life. And at the end of the day, it's just a uh, one, one, big uh, pool of jello that we just uh, seem to dive right into you know every single it one of us delicious. like mm-hmm. you know levi might be racist another person might be a sexual deviant you know uh this somebody else is, uh, yeah. oh that's me yeah. too you're a sexual deviant okay you're we'll give you the sexual deviancy okay we'll say russell peters is the, the racist. racist yeah kevin what well do you everyone's want? a little bit racist I... sometimes what do you mean by that everybody I think that it's 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 so common nature, and I'm now I feel like you said, Kate, don't quote things, but I, I have to. Go ahead. On this no, one. no, no, you can quote everyone. Broadway Avenue Q. Everyone is a little bit racist, and it's just because you're gonna make judgments on something that is more predominant because it's not the same color you are. You seem to notice that trait. For example, like wow, I've heard so many times when I work at Tim Hortons, the people that I draw my uh, my stand up comedy uh, material from a lot of like my I think would be my best material comes mm-hmm. from Tim Hortons. It's a topic that. Canadians across the nation can identify with mm-hmm. and I I'll watch my coworkers mm-hmm. be like oh my gosh those Indian people need to keep their kids under wraps I'm like that that happens the exact same way and even worse with white people if, mm-hmm. if there's anything like I I I don't like the way that uh, if there's one race that I'm really a harp on the most, is probably white people because I know so much about them. Mm-hmm. Well, I find that like I, you know, I, I recognize it, and thing. we are terrible. Right. So what's interesting there is, uh, so there are many uh, uh, Indian people or people of Indian descent in the Canada. In the Canada. Um, For sure, we weren't aware oh. of that. Last we were trying to, yeah. Last we week we were the, trying uh, to Russell Peters mm-hmm. episode. Where where is your racism? Like, my I'm sure race, it's tame. My racism, I think if I'm picking on anybody in the most, I think I, I, I like to pick on my own race. I see that everybody's flawed across the world anyways because people are the same organic matter just growing somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever I, color. Whatever color, whatever mm-hmm. shape, size, and what you're designed to mm-hmm. go through. And we're we're the cold race uh, designed to make it through winter and and wicked te- wicked low temperatures, um, regardless of 
or Pikmin, uh, the point was if there's somebody that I pick on the most, I think it is white people, Caucasian, and more so Western civilization. Mm. Um, mm. And I might be just a Canuck that hates on the States a little bit. For Canuck, oh. there's that word. That, I, I, I told you that, that was a time. thing, yeah. And we also mentioned then on another podcast that America is like the new terrorists. Yeah, word. Is that racism? I mean, is is it racism? But because that's a that's a country general, full of different races. Well, I don't general, think I don't think there's generalities. People people like to so fa- so fast to put a label on things. For example, if you like like right now, I'm peeling the label off of my bottle of water, and somebody be like, "You're so OCD." Well, mm-hmm. no, uh, this is not a this is not a disorder in any way. I'm just mm-hmm. I, I'm just because you're organized doesn't mean you're OCD. Right. Just because you get really excited or you can get really upset, that doesn't mean that you're manic depressive bipolar. Right. And just because you go, man, there are a lot of Indian people attending college. That doesn't make you a racist. It's kind of like they're quirks. It's a quirky part of a of a person. Yeah, it's just just like like my my quirk is I observe uh, um, different races of different people, Mm -hmm. or my quirk is that I uh, pick my nose when no one's watching. Yeah, I actually prefer to pick my nose when I know that someone's watching me. Oh. Get that feeling, kind of, and you're Awkward. like, "Stop watching oh me!" You know, why are you looking at me right now? But you don't draw attention to them right away to look. You know, don't address the situation. Right. Instead, you just kind of nonchalantly pick your nose and make it more entertaining for the person who's clearly watching you right now. As a as a purpose, per- people watcher myself. Yeah, mm. and as uh, for me, I chew on ice when when I see someone is looking at me. You'll just, just chew on some ice, and uh, that I understand is a sign of sexual frustration, Kevin. Uh, mm. People chew on ice when they're sexually frustrated. Maybe you like yeah. being watched, yep. and it's some sort of weird sexual thing. Yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, like, I'm not I, I'm not someone who would search deep down inside yourself or go through all this, this new agey, oh, I'm going to go to a doctor and, and figure out what's quote-unquote wrong with me. Right. No, I'm going to chew on some ice. I'm going to watch you while you're watching me doing it. Right. And I'm just gonna just gonna sit back and uh, and crunch down on some some chili uh, water flakes. Levi, I don't think you should be laughing at that. Yeah, that's, that's a man bearing a soul about. A uh, it's so ridiculous. Chewing. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. What's ridiculous about a man, a sexually frustrated man, who's probably a deviant, who didn't admit to that when we were talking about different problems we have. Mm. And uh, he's chewing ice, and you think that's fine? I can find the humor in just about anything. That, and that's a gift. That is a gift, and, and it makes me feel better. It makes me feel appreciated for my. Um, I guess it's strange. I, I I just said it. I thought this was a thing that everyone loved to uh, to to feel uh, deep down. But the chewing of ice, and and the feeling of so having someone, someone watch, watch you, you chew ice. Well, I don't know if I, I wonder if it would be a universal thing if everyone tried it. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's something like some people yep. just chew ice on their own. Mm. Uh, I don't know if people observe that they. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Chew ice on your own. You drink alone, chew ice alone. I don't think it needs to be a group uh, effort here. When mm. someone watches you, then you can like definitely show off, like flex the side, oh, jaw oh, muscles, yeah, and everything. That right, was, get yeah. that. Get that intensity in there. Mm. Make a lot of mm. noise when you're chewing ice. I love the sound yeah, of like ice whole in jaw. a glass and that. Oh, if it doesn't have the right size, sometimes just having like a different factory or a different ice machine makes different cubes. Some are like mm. totally 
curved at the top than flat yeah. at the bottom, and yeah. those don't now, those don't tinkle the right way. Levi, they just don't, Levi, they just don't uh, work. Levi, are you a are you a cube man or a, or like a, a flake like the the chip? Are you a chip guy? Oh, the chips are cubes. Actually, you know what? Mm, I think there is there's there's the hollow cube. You know the one that's square, but then it's kind of got the hole exactly inside too. Mean. Those you I can pick exactly. up with a straw, so it's not a solid cube. Get, that would be definitely my preferred ice for chewing, mixing, right there. jingling, can, all of yeah, the above, and not to mention. If we can derail and find our way eventually back to back to comedy, uh, cubes the bar. That's exactly how it ends up exposing no. my most of my time to an ice cube. It's like, hey, you know, can I can I can I get a gin and cranberry? But what kind of cubes do you have first? I, I need to know these cubes. things. Yeah, you got to know your cubes. Know your peas and cubes. What what actually? What I would like uh, our our listeners to do, please. On our Facebook page, this is this week's contest. Let us know where these cubes come from. A cube with a hole in it, is that a machine cube or mm-hmm. is that, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I mean, what, I'm pretty sure it's one? not a, an ice cube tray. Cube. Penguin makes the I don't chips. Think you can do that. There's the machine. The chips, yeah, then. the machine. I don't remember what the other ice machine Well, don't are give called, the answers away, but Levi. I'm just this saying, we're, we're narrowing it down. We're keeping the contest. Okay, so I'm sorry to give away, but okay. let's just say First chips answer. are now off the board. Nobody can call I, in about chips. I know First point what goes to Levi. One point. Penguin theory. Apparently, we farm penguins to make ice chips. No, that's the name of the ice machine. That's the name of the manufacturer. I mean, you can call them you can call them machines, but they're actually animals. Yeah, they're humans. Just because we work, I mean, I wouldn't call it. They look like they're humans in tuxedos. I wouldn't call a cow uh, a burger machine. That's just Mm -hmm. sad. Uh, yes, that's what they provide for us. Look, Just like the penguins are providing ice chips for us, we don't need to call them ice machines. It's it's people like you know that call cows meat machines that are responsible for the biggest genocide since the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people and, and but pre-Holocaust, these people are killing cows, which are are different types of people in a way. But it's not a genocide because they're still around. Well, well, there's yeah. still tons. There in fact, there's like Jewish there's, there's people. There's still around. Jews. So is the Holocaust not a genocide? We don't want to talk too much about the Holocaust. We did that, we did that in general. I can see that this is, that's just a deep topic. We already like Saterianity. Regardless, yeah. there's still a very sufficient amount okay, of that's true. cows. I don't think there's at any point was there a real low. You've amount. got a real Jewish name though, Maybe. Levi. Yeah, Hebrew mm. Leviticus, do the you, Book of Levi. Do you're, do you're, are you uh, Jewish as well? No, I didn't. Not even you, didn't you know, my, my, my mom was just picking names out the Bible because they sound yeah. cool. Mm. Well, it is a cool name. Yeah. Uh, and it's also a brand of jeans. Uh, we don't want to do an advertisement here. No, we don't have an official sponsor. Do you wear Levi's? Um, I, at one point, I thought it was, I was so annoyed of getting the, the question asked. Mm-hmm. You wear Levi's? Must I'm be wearing Levi's I'm jeans. So sorry. And it's, well, it's, it's, t- you know. I warned you. I, I told so him, sorry. I told, I'm sorry, Levi. I he told texted him, me this. Yeah, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm sure you were thinking the same thing I'm thinking, Joel, but we have to Avoid. do our best to refrain. Respect because I, because Levi, honestly, I was doing the whole thing in my head where it was running up to people wearing Levi's and going, mm-hmm. "These are mine, these are mine," and they go, "What are you talking about?" And you show them your like driver's license, okay. Levi. You know, Man. these are my jeans, and yeah. they'd be like, uh-huh. "But that is probably tired," and I'm sorry. It, it's it's a little bit tired um, with a name, and people people love to think that they're funny. Uh, honestly, I, it's totally an Old Testament name, which is kind of like a blah story to tell someone. No, it's from the Bible. Are you religious? No, it's just a name from the Bible because it sounds cool. But I think there's quite a few good lines you can open up with like, hey. A few good lines in the Bible. Have you, ever, yeah. 
in the Bible. <laughs> there's a few of them. I was going to oh. say with the name Levi. There's almost know, too oh. many that lines in the get, Bible. There's so many lines that you just. There's too uh, many lines in it. I was going to say the benefit of having the name Levi, regardless of whether or not like people try to make the jokes about it, but the. Funny thing is, is being the lines you can come up with having the name Levi because yeah, it has that. Oh, yeah. these are my jeans. Well, it works mostly with women, you know. Like, hey, you yeah. look good in a pair of Levi's jeans. Oh, there you go. Oh, so love it. And you want them to wear your jeans? <clears throat> yeah, just to get inside. You just you know that whole okay. Get inside these, my yeah, pants. get inside my oh, pants. Okay. Yes. Oh well, I mean another one. You ever you know you see a girl at the bar? You're like, hey, where'd you get those cubes? You know, you do your, your meet and greet. Then you whip out, you know, some a little bit of Leviticus or Deuteronomy, and you say, uh, you know, unholy is he who follows his eyes from the Lord, and yeah, it is in the bag. Girls like depth. That's where you're gonna find depth. Not a lot of matter. Trust me. Works every time. Flawless. Just girth. That's, that's right. a penis joke. Oh, that was a. Pe- I was Kevin so, needs I, to have that explained. That's again, a sorry, joke, I was Kevin. so I was thinking about the Bible. Oh, you meant depth in conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that too, you know. I guess spiritual depth. I'm not. This might might be the, not the card that I play. Whenever I, guess, whenever I go, to this a is bar. a comedy podcast. But sometimes we delve into some spirituality or uh, philosophy or politics, which is what How's I like that? to call life and comedy. No, I mean I'll go to a bar uh, or. A first date or mm-hmm. some some sort of social guy, maybe a wedding. A first date at a bar. Yep, a first day at the bar at this Before wedding. Before the wedding, exactly. And you know, arranged I'll, I'll marriages. Have, yeah, I, I gotta have you know if at the least dates arranged. Yeah, pocket Old Testament or a, a Book of Mormon usually will suffice. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, because where are you gonna go after you're like, oh yeah? Uh, what's your sign? That your, gets old what's tired. your sign? Uh, cubes or flakes mm-hmm. and. Uh, Leviticus or Book blessed of are the peacemakers. Blessed yeah. are the meek. Blessed are, do the beatitudes. Basically, is yeah, uh, that's my go to because it's it's nice. Yeah. It feels good. I think you're giving today's generation so much more credit than they deserve. What I would I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie because I really wish that I could quote it and, and actually follow through in a conversation. Mm. I, maybe I don't think that mm. I uh, have the right face for that type of conversation starter. As where I would just go solely with the flakes and the cubes. Flakes right. and cubes. And then instantly start running material because other than that, I just, I, I don't know. Okay, this is what I've, I've been wanting to get to, and that is uh, you said you can find funny anywhere, but where do you find it? And, and I, you said the people at Tim Hortons, that's your fodder people, for the comedy, um, for the stand-up a lot of comedy? It, I find for topical humor, when people need something that they all like, the, they say laughter is the shortest distance between two people. And when you have a topic that everybody can recognize, like Tim Hortons, uh, every, um, mm-hmm. well, in, in my country, Canadian. Canada just loves it, right? Sure. Canada loves the Tim Hortons. Let's take they a... gobble it up, and that's a topic that I can use because everybody's mm. familiar with it. Right. And working there for, you know, I've worked at Tim Hortons for about four years now, so you've seen quite a bit. Um, my for... comedy, my material is drawn from people and from stories. For the people, sorry to interrupt there, and I was okay. stepping on you a bit, but this is an international podcast, mm-hmm. as all podcasts are on the interwebs. Um, can you describe Tim Hortons to us? What is it? Tim Hortons is the the greatest distributor of caffeine products for Canada. It is mm-hmm. like if America runs on Dunkin', then Canada's got to have its Timmies. So so Canada's got um, Super Bowl. Bull, bull, the one that gives you uh, wings. Hockey Bowl. Rocker. Rock, um, Rocker. 
Rockable Stanley Fest. Cup. Rockstar beverage. That's the um, one. Oh, that's what you're looking for? Red Bull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other caffeine products uh, are? The chocolate covered coffee. Oh, I, I, suppo- love I suppose I should have specified uh, that all those products are probably under a larger distributor. Caffeine coming from Tim Hortons is Diet all Coke. like their own like. Diet Coke. Oh, any Coffee Quite products, mostly. Okay. You're saying, oh, Tim Hortons so is coffee. It's coffee. coffee it's coffee and donuts. Thing. It's a coffee, coffee shop. Do- it's a coffee donuts, mm. and a, it's turning more into actually a, a restaurant shop. as well. Soups, sandwiches, okay. wraps. Okay. Now we're going okay. into another. This should not turn into an advertisement for Tim Hortons, but no, yes, it's a but, coffee hey, cafe not, and bake shop. It sounds we're not delicious. sitting here saying it's good. You're saying it sounds delicious just because you think that those things would taste good. Yeah, but they could be terrible donuts. They could be terrible sandwiches. They could be terrible soup. And if Tim Hortons yeah. wants to call us up and they want to be sponsored, we could change our attitude towards these are wonderful donuts. This <laughs> is wonderful coffee. This is wonderful <laughs> s- exactly. soups and sandwiches. Uh, but we're not going to say that right now. No, because, we have to know. We have yeah. to know. Yeah. So uh, that's what Tim Hortons. But this is, all is very about. popular in Canada. Apparently. Apparently, and here you are working there, realizing there's a lot of uh, uh, how would you describe the the normal patrons of uh, um, was it? Well, Tom? also Niagara Falls, being my home city currently, mm-hmm. um, is a tourist town. Mm-hmm. So Tim Hortons is supplying everybody from across the world with mm-hmm. coffee, which is like the second largest commodity in the world. So everybody needs to pick up. A cup of Joe, and they go through uh-huh. Tim Hortons Which while they're the in Canada. Which is the first largest water? Oil. Oil. Fish oil? Um, I've, I think it's actually canola. Canola oil canola. is the yeah. biggest one? Yeah, well, how can, otherwise, how can you cook, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. people need food, and they need to... Yeah, uh, then after that, you have a coffee. Mm-hmm. If you don't have canola oil, frankly, your food is going to um, stick to the pan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's a classic bit. Um, Joel had this whole. Uh, I, I mean, That's my stick to the pan bit. Ages ago, he, you know, he opened it up with. Uh, he went to this crowd and he says, "You know, without canola oil, food's just gonna stick to the pan." And this crowd, let me tell you, they were a New York crowd. And one of the first few times they were doing doing this right. place, comes up, says the food's not gonna stick to the pan. They were done. They were well, just. Can I do a backup? The, Sorry. The joke started. I, I know it embarrasses you. The but joke there were, started. There were people with, in the back who stood up, and you I can't know. ignore that, man. You should, you should feel good about yourself. It, to me, it's weird because I started that joke uh, during the BP oil spill, mm-hmm. and I said, well, if you get the fish out of there, the dead fish, and you cook them, one thing you can be sure of, they're not going to stick to the they're pan. They're not going to stick to the pan. Silence. No one it laughed. Was, I said, you want to uh, find a dead otter, it's not going to stick to the pan. Mm-hmm. I, I, I tried every animal, All everything that was dying. Even things that weren't in the See, yeah, like, like I was like, well, what if, yeah, zebra covered in oil is not going to say, and no laugh. Well, I said, I went up there the next time. I was like, can I change this? I need to adjust this. I mm-hmm. said, hey, uh, thank heavens for canola oil. Because, yeah. hey, if without that, then you see these people food just, would never they're just leaning in. The, the food would stick to the pan. Boom. Explosion. Shh. People stood up. Yeah. Similar to the laugh that you gave me, Levi heads back you know killing themselves Tears. i'm like canola Tears, and i think it's because that hard c on canola mm-hmm. hard c's are funny sounds We've I mean, you'll know this, this. Yeah, yeah hard c's are funny sounds and you say canola if i say bp oil spill fish won't stick to pan there's no hard c's in there hardly any and uh so that was what made that funny and i got mm-hmm. embarrassed because i was like i had been getting that wrong so many times uh. And it was it was dancing right in front of you, but mm. sometimes you know you can just uh, you see it there. 
And every now and then that carrot falls off the string and you've got it, Bugs Bunny. We're allowed to throw things up for debate, which I imagine looks like you two are in love with debating things. Sure. If I may, I really don't think that it's the hard C. If I might slide it forward, what made that bit so funny is because you valued something that was mediocre and made it so much larger than it needed to be. Well, right. Like, it honestly mm-hmm. mattered to you whether or not Canola let's not, had made things stick sure, to the but pan. Let's not forget that, like you said, canola oil is our largest export. Our, a uh, world your, commodity. Your, oh, world commodity. World the, commodity. The, the largest the world first commodity. One, canola oil. Number one. I feel really terrible if so, anybody would like to call in and correct that statement. Exactly. Wow. We really that appreciate it. That's why it's not mediocre. That's all I'm saying. If it's a number one commodity, yeah, it's not a mediocre sense. topic. That is in the levels of social commentary. I just feel like I, I gotta I gotta come clean. I totally lied to you when I, it was oil. It was it was oil, not, not canola oil. Is that okay? It was like uh, crude oil. oil. Crude I'm pretty oil. sure is number one then coffee but you the thing is that it feels Mm -hmm. like you were kind of overthinking the comedy which we don't like to do here we like to underthink it exactly and uh, oh yeah i'm sorry i'm such an overthinker but you were saying that uh that you know it's funny to take something like canola oil which is a household product and to treat it like it's the greatest thing ever and that brings us to a weekly uh thing that we like to do with our interview guests which is called Mike Berbiglia's tweets. I don't know if you know who Mike Berbiglia is. I don't. Okay, he is right now the biggest, maybe even the best comedian. The best. Out there. The biggest. You'll is look, the, look him up is when the you debatable know. part because he's, he's the, the best. The best. Carry on. He's the biggest. You know, again, it's like with all these, you know, edgy sort of alt comics. You right. gotta, you gotta dig. You gotta dig uh, mm-hmm. to the underground, mm-hmm. take out the sewer rats, and find the Lizard King. Right, and and so Mike Bigley is the Lizard King of comedy right now, and he tweets quite a bit. And every single tweet he does is absolutely genius. Mm-hmm. And so what we like to do is we like to read one of his tweets, have a good laugh, and then kind of discuss and 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 hopefully you can help us enlighten our listeners and say mm-hmm. why is it funny. This you is, know, this is why let's this do this. Is we'll know why it's funny, but we want to tell our, our, our audience why yeah. it's uh, why it's funny. Yeah. All right. This is this is the one. Honestly, I don't even know if I understand it. It goes: Just purchased a winter coat made of chicken parmesan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I usually we have a really hard laugh at that, but I don't even. Do you, can you I just see? purchased a winter sure coat made of chicken parmesan. I think it's funny because he's implying on putting on the winter excess fat by eating chicken parmesan to keep himself warm. So, oh. so when you eat chicken parmesan, you you get yep, more. That's fat. my winter. That's my winter coat. I'm so putting on just, the pounds. Wow, he compacted all that into one sentence. I mean, I was sitting here thinking, is it? Did we miss the first half of this tweet? Like, it sounds like a really good, you, you know, heavy hitting. Punchline. Uh, yep, and this thing comes as a you know a hard hitting punchline. But nope, there it is. There's this is the second time we've done that. What, bit. what you, you really do I is screwed it up. Yeah, and I've never done it wrong before. The other time, no, not yet. And uh, so why would I be the one wrong? It's Mike Birbiglia's tweets. It's hard to get the like miss the first half. Have you ever seen Twitter? Uh, yep. And you think I would have missed the first half of that line? 
Uh, there's a chance. There's one intelligent person in this room. It's Levi Mann who mm-hmm. knew what that thing meant. I didn't you know what it. it meant, okay? Because I don't it. know enough about chicken parmesan. Mm-mm. Well, it's a coat made of food. I just figured, you know, you could have said anything. It was pasta. Was so it's funny on. because it's food in, in a yeah, coat Yeah, my coat well, is food. I don't need a coat because I'm so fat. I'm he insulated. A, he does actually have a little bit of extra does excess he have a bit of mass to him. little coat. For Biglia, little he's got a little bit of a punch. Winter belly. And that's Insulation. what makes him so relatable because he's not it's really It's that time fat, of year. It's what you're really... supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Right. It's get warm. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Levi Mann uh, fodder for comedy is where you work, the people you meet. Now, when you go on stage, are your bits completely written? Are, I are they... used to be um, point form. I would write everything out point form and know how I'm going to transition from one bit to another. Mm-hmm. I'd have that segue was already pre-planned word for word and then as soon as I got into my bit I was free to run the material like I have a hundred times over in my head and I mm-hmm. didn't need to worry I didn't need to write it out word for word and then I kind of stopped with the callbacks and the segues and I honestly even oh, got a little bit more lazy because I just kind of went up there bare bone and see how I could push through and then I kind of liked that style because I'd prepare so much then get up there and find that whatever I was coming to the top of my head was funnier than what I wrote at home which is something that i learned from larry smith larry smith larry smith uh i believe is the original of the cable guy like larry is it larry the cable guy guy? no larry smith is a hamilton comic now oh he's um, been in the biz for probably about i don't know 20 30 years 20 years 30 years i don't know he's been around jewish guy who's in new york now no bald okay larry king that's oh, that's Larry King. Of. I think you're Larry thinking Smith. about Gary Shandling, who was Larry Sanders mm-hmm. on The Larry Sanders Show. No. Oh, I learned a lot from him, too. No. So uh, basically what I'm hearing from you is that you do what a lot of comedians do, which is you write on stage. Mm-hmm. I write on stage, for sure. And what that means is, for the listener, is you go up there, you, you haven't really prepared any jokes you say a lot of things, hoping something's funny. If something is, you desperately try to remember it after and kind of remember that so you can say that joke again some other time. So you kind of go on stage and kind of like work up material that way. Yeah. And it comes out of what you were just doing with yeah. your hand. But what you're it saying is, is poof. It's just magic, like that magic yeah. explosion of, of comedy, of yep. funny. It's, it's been described before as the spontaneous overflow of powerful emotion. And that's uh, that's exactly what I see when but I like see an explosion uh, uh, overflow. So imagine, you know, you you have something with a, a certain amount of flow in it. Say some liquid, mm-hmm. perhaps some milk. But then maybe. too much of that. Then it starts to go over the the edge, and that's where the over part comes from. Overflows, and all the the part that's running down. That's you, the funny. You guess that. That's the funny. And that's the poof. And that's the poof moment. It's the overflow. And that's writing on stage. And that's that's how you write. That's on stage. basically how you write on stage. Do yep. you do that, Levi? Somewhat. I don't really remember the things that I say on stage because I don't necessarily need to track of it. That's like the beauty wow. of not just it's not writing on stage. It's kind of improv no, so, because I'm not going to write it down and keep mm. it for later. I'm going to just do it again wow. and write something else. Like it's going to come and something else will come to me. So, so the writing 
process and you're saying it doesn't involve actually physically writing. writing. Not at all. No, but you're writing uh, in a grander, more yes, metaphorical yeah, sense where you're yes, not really sure. doing uh, much of anything. But you're never going to use that material again. Mm-hmm. So whenever... Well, no, I'm, I'm not not to say, but not like not so much word for word. If I do say something that I just came up with on stage, um, I'll use it again. But I know that I can never recreate that moment where it dawned on me and the audience watched my face go, hey, I just thought of something. Mm. It's funny. Mm. You can't do it again. You, you You just put yourself into that scenario again and it'll happen. So we could say, uh, think of different scenarios and different things, uh, anything, and you could riff on that because you have that ability to kind of come up with funny stuff on the fly. Well, with, uh, I think the, the, what is it? The ingredients I need are like the sound, the environment, the lights, the audience, the right cubes in my glass and... Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Just I think I know what the audience wants to hear, and I whether or not it's coming from your heart, you just tell it to them because it's entertaining. That was one thing that I did think when we were talking about the cubes is will that throw you off if you get your crescent moon shaped mm. cube instead of your you know hole in the middle yeah. cube? Are you going to have? It a reminds group me sometimes that show. I'm not on home turf. Right. Reminds me, I'm not. A, mm. I'm, I'm. I might be doing a show on the road, mm. and it's distracting sometimes. Right. And like, if what? you're an ice chewer, it's you know, it's not the yeah. same. It's not the mm. same bite. Why the hell are there chips, ice chips in my glass? You know, why the hell is yeah. there a moon-shaped ice cube in my glass? It's well, it wouldn't be a cube. Piece of ice, shard of yeah. ice in my glass. Nice moon. Yeah, what's this ice moon doing here? I want cubes. I want them now, or else I'm not going to be able to do a good show. Mm. I mean, is that you? Uh, inside my mind, it happens a little bit, but I think, I think, uh, instead of that end of this, if I can change one thing, the, instead of saying mm. I won't be able to do a good show, it's, this is malarkey, but the show mm. must go on. Mm. Oh, I love the show must go on. And, mm. and that mm. is a, that's a, a epitaph that I think we've all wanted to put on our and, tombstone at one time. And or sometimes, uh, you know, all too easy to forget. At, this, at the same time. It, it so has. Mm-hmm. Uh, several There's times. only three people in this room, and you expect me to do comedy? Yes, do uh, comedy for those three open hearts. Mm-hmm. Not Show. that there's open heart surgery going on in that room, but if you were to do comedy in a surgery room where there was somebody having open heart surgery, do the comedy for the people doing that surgery. Just mm-hmm. don't distract them too much. Exactly. I don't want them to slip up. Exactly. You know, and that's a delicate surgery. It, it must go on the the mm-hmm. keyword there i mean the comedy the the surgery sure i'm sure that's mm-hmm. fairly vital but any any show uh, yeah, there's there's a few keywords there uh probably being show must and on mm-hmm. uh then coming i guess go, go. and the yeah mm-hmm. but yeah you don't even need the the half the time. You could just go exactly. show must, show go, must on. go on. People know it's the show. Most people understand it, it yeah. So it can be show must go on comma the if you mm-hmm. were like putting it on iTunes or an something anthology like that. of some kind, just to because yeah. then people are gonna they're not gonna search for T, though they're gonna mm-hmm. search for S. Like, what, show. What is this saying that I need uh, about my What's show? The... Not about my the, about mm-hmm. my show. It's about the show. There it is. The show must go on. That sounds like a plug for Queen. You've looked up Queen on iTunes, haven't you? Show must go, go on. on. Oh, yeah. Is that a musical group? It's a musical group. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't. Well, I don't know uh, about there, music. there was a gay lead singer. He died of AIDS. He was bi. Oh. 
He had a similar mustache. He went. Your, uh, he went by. Yeah, to, no, yeah, he no. He went by. Like bye bye as he was gone. By. Yeah, it's so so I, harsh just to call him gay because you're he, thinking and sing. Bye 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 bye. He didn't do that. that he did um, this song. Show must go on. We are the champions. Uh, song about oh, a Mighty poor Ducks. kid. Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Mighty Ducks. a lot like so Mighty he did Ducks. the Mighty Ducks theme. Mm-hmm. So good job, Mr. Queen. He did uh, a soundtrack before he died, and, and I uh, I wish him all the best. I hope he does very well. And, He's dead. Uh, oh, but his music is doing really well. It lives on because the, the, the show music, must go on. Mu- the show must go on. You'll remember his music also from the greatest, one of the greatest comedy films of all time. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nope. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. I I was going to say Weird Al for some reason, but Wayne's World. Mm. And there's a scene. I saw Wayne's World too. Is it? I think it's in Wayne's World You saw it too? Good. Number two. That's it. As well. Do you mean you saw it as well? No, that's the I saw it. The second one. Wayne's World too, when they put on a big gold concert. Big, big dirty concert. Well, I don't remember if this is in Wayne's World too, but in Wayne's World 1, they're driving around in this beatable car. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're just sitting there going, ah, uh, the Murph mobile. Is it, this was, that's what they called it. You're sitting there going, oh my goodness, can't they afford a better car? They're on t- in a movie, right? Yeah. So it was so a low budget movie had to and be. they're bopping their heads to Bohemian Rhapsody, which hmm. is a song by Freddie Mercury, the gay singer of Queen. Bye. Okay. You're not, bye. you're not done yet. Yeah. We'll you're say bye later. Leave. Yeah. You're not leaving. No. No. Okay. You're Levi. <laughs> Um, that's that's a little bit of I comedy got, for me. Every now and then, you still get me. <laughs> um, so and they're in this, and they're just they. So they're loving the song. They're like da da da, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, right. And, and it sounds classic. By the way, it's not a rap song. Good. It's Bohemian oh, rap, so deep. Like, like it's not a. Yeah, I know. Silent H could see what was going on in your head. But anyway, so they're singing the song, and and we'll put a clip on it on the blog when I post this. I'd love to hear it. It's really quite funny that that's i think more of a sensitive moment mm. but the rest of the movie is actually rolling on the floor lol laugh out loud um lmao funny uh allow me to speak to l-e-v-i right mm-hmm. um d- is that so, do you uh then do you uh, use an acronym uh, for your name do you use acronyms that's um like I guess I do. I do a what lot would, of acronym speaking. What would L-E-V-I stand yeah, for? Yeah, what does it stand it for? An acronym. And please no French. Uh, you know what? I really... I should be able to just pull it out like that. Like, ladies hey, excited, yo. very interesting is the first thing that comes to mind. Ladies, ladies excited, very interesting. interesting. It's almost a sentence. And ladies like excite. It. Very interesting. Ladies excite or lady... I would, there was I two would, sentences there formed from four letters. Ladies excited... Hmm. Very, Very interesting. interesting. Hmm. Uh, uh, there's a hmm in there, which means there's an H M hmm. in the middle of my name, which would yeah. be Lee Hoof. Leave Ladies enjoy a virile individual. <laughs> nice. That's, that's my, that's my uh, that contribution. Really but for it's the actually day. it's it's spelled and with. Uh, you guys can do the rest of the show. Channels. I won on that one. Just joking. Oh, it's done. I, I'm not that con- uh, confident. I'm trying to think of one, but I, I'm having a hard time. Um, Lester envelops very interestingly. <laughs> the V, the VI stays the same. <laughs> no, lifelike episodes, individual. vivid illusions. All right, that's that's my best. We'll one right go there. back to lifelike episodes, later. vivid illusions. Lifelike, I guess, is a hyphenated word. Oh. Well, there's, I was ways, say there's way more. Life embracing virile 
individual. Mm. Life embracing V-Rail? I think that's you. That's What's V-Rail? Potent. Yeah, Potent. Like you're just like... Cool. Mm. It's a good thing. You, um, I'll take you it. can produce... Virile, of pertaining to, characteristic of, or befitting a man, masculine, man... What? Oh, thanks, v- guys. That was so kind strength. of you. Yeah. What uh, did you say? Having or exhibiting masculine v- life, energy. Uh, life, life, uh, life vigorous, accepting? Uh, capable life of procreation. Accept- well, because you're gonna have babies. <laughs> I try not yeah. to. Well, well you said life embracing oh, virile that, that's individual. What Joel said. Joel life said. embracing virile I, individual. Yeah, your life mine, embracing mine was your more virile, virile yeah. individual. And you're an individual. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Can we do man now? It's only four more letters. Uh, no. So here's a thought, Levi. What are some of your comedic inspirations or, or comedians who it's inspire? It's not really a thought. That's a question. Uh, yeah, but um, you could think questions. Never mind. They spoke out of turn. Here's a question. Say, <laughs> Levi, what, uh, how, I'm trying. Hey, Le- what are your comedic inspirations and comedians who inspire you is my question that mm-hmm. I have now. <laughs> what, Levi, that, I know it's, he's, uh, he's saying it like it's um, a joke. He's saying it kind of funny, but what he's trying I, to ask uh, is who of all the other comedians that exist in the world that do comedy in, in a stand-up way has inspired you or influenced you in mm-hmm. your stand-up that you do live in front yeah, of audiences? when you do jokes and things. Um, I get yeah. told sometimes that I'm so close of a rip-off of Jim Carrey that it kind of hurts. I know it's my inspiration. Ooh, my really? family mm. favorite movie was mm-hmm. Ace Ventura. Pet all the Pet Detective, all mm-hmm. the way through, even number two, Nature mm-hmm. Calls, Liar, Liar, Excessive, mm-hmm. Excessive, Excessively. Now was uh, watching Jim Liar, Carrey. Liar, Ace Ventura? I saw Liar Liar, but no. I didn't see Excessively, Excessively, Excessively. That mm. sounds riveting. It was really good. Actually, you know what? We just wrote it. I wrote it for Jim Carrey. Did you write that? Um, it's not out in theaters yet because he's still busy doing... Um, oh, I really hope it's Mr. Popper's Penguins too. Yes. I, that I was actually uh, recently on TV, the first one. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, boy, I never miss a screening. I looked at it and I thought, man, that's good looking. That, yeah. You know, um, I usually like the older movies, like um, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Doolittle, like the yeah. first Doctor Doolittle, yeah. not the Eddie Murphy Doctor Doolittle. No, no, no. Um, although, I mean, from the clumps, I can tell that that's going to be that, that was must probably have been great. great. Yeah, yeah. Too. And he did Doolittle too, which means basically, you know, a, good, a movie's good when they have the second when they do a second one. Every time they do a first one, if they do a second one, you know, and that's why I'm surprised Paul Blart Model Cop isn't into its second I one. I know. And that's why that's it's why. obvious Ace Ventura they did a second one. Yep. Because it's brilliant. Wayne's World They never too. did a Braveheart too. I think they I think they didn't do a Braveheart two uh film because instead he did the uh Jesus of Nazareth film. Was which that part two? Which also didn't have a sequel. Well that though both those movies I think are, are like they backpack on uh they exist at the same across time. England. Yeah. They, so at the same time, different places. Yeah, they just leap right bareback on each other. Mm. Just, What's the term is, um, I'm looking for? Backpack on each other? No, no. Leapfrog it, on each other? No, it's, um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Christ and Mel Gibson just bareback leapfrogging each other. Right. Um, at the same time in history, and it was brilliant to see the, those it's two William men. William Wallace. William Wallace. You're comparing William Jesus uh, Christ to William Wallace. Well, they both no, died. Uh, uh, yeah, um, and they both existed. Spo- spoiler uh, alert. Around... <laughs> The same time. Around the same time, same places. Different uh, places. Sim- similar places. One was more. Uh, and they both got sandy. screwed over by a bigger power. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so your your greatest influence your influences was William Wallace. William Wallace and Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ. That's basically what I was trying to say. Oh, and Robin Williams. He did a, a, did a joke or two that was funny to me one time. Was he in Passion of the Christ? No, but he was definitely in uh, in the William Wallace movie. Oh, yeah. That's called Braveheart. Um, oh, I thought right. it was William Wallace in the that. Chocolate Factory, but... Oh, William Wallace right. and Gene the Wilder. Chocolate Factory. Yeah, that's that was Roald Dahl's um, cheeky version of Braveheart. Braveheart. Right. <laughs> I need to bring those very strong ideas yeah. that you get from these stories uh, into a children's yeah. movie, like for oh, the yeah. children to understand and the children to get. When he looks up and says, "You can take our chocolate, but you cannot take our peanuts." Right. I love that. Um, and a lot but, of that was because of the allergies. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just has a lot to say. A lot of layers. Anaphylactic shock. Layers. It had layers. Yeah, like a cook, uh, a cho- candy outing, then the chocolate, then the peanut. Mm. That's three layers. So it's so you would say you're, you're, you've got William Wallace, Jim Carrey, Robin uh, Williams, Robin Williams, Jum- uh, from Jumanji. No. No, I think I think that you never should have been in that movie. <gasps> that movie was meant for Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, no! See, and here we go. I know, I know. This is where the fire is gonna get sparked. But yeah. beef uh, time. Is be- this beef too? It's, it's beef stew part two. Hey, guess what? We had beef the first time. Part of this. Now we're having beef too. That's how we know the first beef was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the here's the. Am I the right? Left I think I because I got a laughter, a laugh of confirmation there. The, the beef. What was the second beef? Chris Rock should have done Jumanji. What happened to Tom X? Well, I thought, but he was, you know, he's just such a sap, and like he's too just. He's every man. Uh, he's really... every man. He right. He is every man, and I and I buy that. However, I I want for the sake of my humor only should have been Chris Rock. Mm. It would have been more funny than it was serious. Is this because you're race, racist against white people? Like you were saying, like yeah, that way. he didn't deserve the role in Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're saying that Robin Williams didn't because he's white. Because he's yes. White. Yeah. <laughs> People say that that's reverse racism. It, it, racism. It's no. not. It's straight up racism. Just mm-hmm. by. Uh, oh my But as like we discussed earlier, race. no racism is it's it's a quirk. It's something it's a quirk. something a quirk. we got. It's a quirk. It's a quirk. Where was the fire going? Oh, just the. Uh, w- are we really going to have to get into the ideas of Tom Hanks being a an actor uh, versus? Robin Williams being a comedian mm. who became an actor, mm. and Tom Hanks who then became a comedian when mm. obviously he was in Big and Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Well, it's I that like I. Big. Everyone likes Big. Uh, it's uh, it's a great comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about the difference between performers and comedians. I mean, a, a comedian. That's a term that's that's uh, like butter is spread quite far on a mm-hmm. piece of bread. And it melts, um, melts into it. It melts into it if it's toasted. If mm-hmm. it's not toasted, then it's still, you know, just that white Same. on white bread or maybe it's whole wheat, maybe it's pumpernickel, and then you, you really see it. See it. Mm-hmm. Um, marble rye, you see it when it's in the darker parts yeah. of the marble rye, and you don't see it as much in the lighter parts of the marble rye. Exactly, especially but, if you cover it with like a slice of ham or something. Right. You're not going to see the butter, you're mm-hmm. not going to see the margin or whatever. Sometimes you'll using. put some peanut butter with the butter, which is just a, a real nice treat. Very, very buttery. Cre- oh, very creamy. That makes it mm-hmm. extra buttery. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you mix in the butter with the peanut butter. So creamy. So good. You take the peanut butter, you slap it on a piece of bread, and you take the, the butter on top of that, you mix it all on top, you slap it on there, fold it on half. Oh, yeah. 
Best time, every time. And that's how you lose the whole track of what you're talking about. Right. Nobody even knows. Talking about the butter on a bread, and nobody nobody even knows where a comedian is. What anymore. accent is is that Italian? That's Spanish. Oh, that's <laughs> that's Cuban. Accent? I don't know. I don't know. I like the I like the tom that your voice takes. It's on. in the hoss oh, I guess. Yeah, it's nice. Oaky. It, it is oaky. oaky. I was gonna say it's a bit <laughs> of a husky. like a wine. You sound like you're a, a bit of a husky. Like you have a husky. Very voice. husky. Um, but what I was gonna say is that the you're butter sp- gets lost in the peanut butter. And, and now you don't um, know who's a comedian or not anymore. Because that term is being spread so thin like Stop butter. Looking. That's where we started. <laughs> Levi, you're looking through yeah. stuff and not speaking in the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. That's just an old mic that <laughs> you this can would, hold so, This would come want. down so much more naturally to me if yeah. I pretended I was holding it. But you're not doing a stand-up routine. Well, you kind of were there. You well, were yeah, of course. You're doing of some guy with a husky voice. Some guy with a husky voice. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Personally, I think Scarface should have been a musical. In what, in what sense? It just, it just should have been. I think Scarface mm. was better the second time around in Carlito's Way. I think that was... Uh, Scarface 2? Yeah, Scarface 2, Carlito's Way, was a, uh, a much better film. And then Scarface 3... Hold um, on, is that his path or did he get his way? Sorry? Which was was Carlito's way? Did he go, a, way which go? way? Is yeah. that the way he wanted it to go? Like his well, opinion or his know. path? Path. Oh, Carlito's Way. Check it out. And yeah, of course, Scarface 3. The but I don't have a driver's right? license. But, there was a Carlators, the Carlo Laters. They called Carl it Laters. Scarface Three. Scarface Three, the Reckoning. Yeah, the Reckoning. But what about um, Donnie Brasco? Uh, the that was the prequel. The... Huh? No, that the was, Scarface. That was definitely not the prequel because that was after when Al Pacino was already already was Scarface, and then the agent came and tried to sell him out. Never what, happened. What movie? That, what? Donnie, Donnie Brasco. Brasco. Donnie Brasco? The one with uh, where he sees like a, a weird rabbit creature from space. No, it's when uh, Johnny thing. Depp John, yeah. is an agent and he's... That was Johnny Depp? Mm-hmm. That should have been Chris Rock too. Mm-hmm. Donnie Brasco is when Johnny Depp is there. It's with a who guy is he? Should have been Chris you, Rock. You don't laugh while you're doing an imitation of someone. <laughs> yeah. It was already too funny. I couldn't help it. It's too funny. I do fall into the same trap. A lot of a lot of your stand up is just you laughing on stage at what you're going to say. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. They kill me. "Hmm." They crack me up. I don't know. You got to think you're funny. Otherwise, nobody else is going to. And even at the extent where you're just laughing so hard that nobody else can hear, they know that you that you're having a blast. Do you do a lot of impressions on stage? I do a few. A lot of. uh, Accents. I do impersonations. uh, I can't take this topic seriously. Yeah, I do a couple here and there. Just be honest. Like, if you do impersonations, that's good. Yeah, of my customers from Jim Hortons and uh, and Kermit and Stallone. Well, I was basically going to say that the the comedian, which one was the butter? Comedian is butter. The uh, the comedian is butter. No, it was the... The use of the term comedian has been spread so thin. Yes. The comedian is the butter because anybody can... I mean, you could have called Mark Twain a comedian. Mm-hmm. He was. Right? He was. He was a humorist. They, mm-hmm. That's how they say it. But, you know, and then um, Jay Leno is a comedian. Yeah. He's kind of a Tonight Show yeah. host. And then Little Sandra Richard. Bullock is a comedian. Samuel, yeah, Sandra Bullock. A comedic actress. Yeah. Uh, but then a comic, a stand-up comic... You know, like the truest form of that stand-up comic is Gilbert Gottfried. Mm-hmm. You know, that man, that is one thing. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. So Tom Hanks is 
now he can wear the dress of comedian, exactly. you know, because he's done some comedy things uh, in Toy Story. Mm-hmm. But he's not a comic. He's not a Gilbert Gottfried. No. Um, and, and that's where I think we can all sit around and go, sc- scratch our heads and go, Seth MacFarlane, is he a comic or a comedian? Because mm-hmm. he did the Oscar thing. Yeah, but and, then more or less he he's a comedian with car- his show. And he does cartoon com- uh, comedy where he's behind the drawing. He's not even behind the mm-hmm. camera. No, so that's what the difference is there. And and comics are are a little square of butter on the top of some pancakes and it's slowly mm, melting like a big old Until slab of butter melting on top of a stack of flapjacks. That's right, Pineapple Express. Oh, is that what Reference. that's that's from a thing? You can't just quote Don't movies. You. I told you that, Levi. I can do that. Oh, oh I can okay. totally do that. If you have the power to edit, I, I guess the power he's, to quote. I guess he's right. Yeah, he, he did we'll leave it in. That. We'll leave it in. He did do that. We will do a Seth Rogen episode, and maybe we'll get you back just to do little lines from his movies. But yeah, I mean, all the the butter touches on each pancake at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and there it dribbles. Down actually, the it, sides. it's in the beginning of the day. I don't know anybody that ends their day with pancakes. Those breakfast for nuts. dinner, ba- breakfast no, for that, dinner, Levi. That, that breakfast can't, that for can't dinner. be, you know, you gotta, you got to have staples here. It's got to have some type of consistency. It is Staple a breakfast food wall. because it has been labeled that way. If you want to do a breakfast at dinner, that's the exception. But, but in the beginning of the day, the butter melts. Look, this is a great debate, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. all for it. But I, it's not a debate. Let me just say. It's my, true. Well, no, I agree with you that for the most part, probably 75% of pancakes the are 84. during the day. 84% in the morning, 84%. Now, you have pancake dinners for fundraisers. I know that for a fact. Now, are you counting that as one meal or are you going to count it as, like, are we going by the mm. amount of pancakes? Because mm. if we're going by pancake count, then those are huge numbers that we're dealing with because there's more than one person having these But those are cooked in mass and then put into, a, like, a very, like, dull heater where everybody can take them off buffet style, right. in which case the butter doesn't really melt. Okay, so this is we're only talking about buttery butter melting. Does the butter pancakes. melt in the beginning of the day or at the end? Well, I mean, I guess for on a lesser extent the end, but for most of the time the day of the morning, I will agree with that. But I will say that it can be done at home when you have a stack of pancakes for dinner, which I have had. I'm guilty of it. You know, it's an easy thing. So how is comedy Except like? Except for when you're stoned. <laughs> I once tried to make a pancake and I couldn't figure it out because it just kept getting the batter wrong. Mm. I put too much water and then too much powder and then too much water and then I just have this enormous pancake. You don't always make pancakes from a mix. You and you would find I don't even think you use water in uh from scratch pancakes. You have to. You have to use water from scratch? Yep. From scratch. Mm. Otherwise, your hands will never get wiped, your spoons will remain dirty. Mm. Yeah, you, you know. You'll like, be real thirsty. You'd be you know really what? thirsty. What I love about you, Levi, thinking outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of people would be like, "That's true. You wouldn't put that in the batter, yeah. but you'll use it to clean all the, bowl. the time." This is the whole time. this is the the essence of of Mr. Man. You know, he comes, he sees the box mm-hmm. from the outside, mm-hmm. kicks it far away. We'll just spend a little yells, bit of time inside the box just so you can know what it feels. Then stepping out is the big reveal. He steps out and then a big old uh, uh, football kick into the, the 
whatever yard yard line that gets you points mm-hmm. in that sport and while he's doing it is just yelling touchdown for himself you know sometimes it's humbling it's a humbling experience to watch i agree with that sometimes you don't have to even be completely in the box you just have to maybe put your hand in the box or just a few fingers and you're so fingering that box warm. you're feeling the inside of that box and then you're like okay i know what the box feels like i know the mm-hmm. warm wetness out. of the yeah. inside of that box and i know how it smells i know mm-hmm. how it tastes you know you right. taste your finger you know the mustache november it's mm-hmm. good for retaining that that box and make that, that box smell that fresh box that. smell and then you go mm-hmm. out and you go all right I'm going to go against the box. I'm going to mm-hmm. be outside of the box mm-hmm. here. Football kick to the box. You know, I didn't even realize I was just saying that until <laughs> can we say, can, Is he drawing a we comparison might, to yeah. something it's, else? Um, a rude, a rude thing? Yeah, it, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, is this a PG podcast? I apologize. Well, I, li- well, I like to stop, keep it PG. Take, take that. <laughs> He laughs. I told you this would be this would be something. We give you ingredients for a comedy joke, and you make the soup. Where's the soup? All right. So we're this is a segment we do uh, every time we have an interview, and it's called Comedy Soup, in which we take a a bunch of ingredients from what we've been discussing throughout the podcast. We throw them at you, Levi, or our guest, any guest, and we say, make us some soup. Fair. Make us some funny soup, right? Yep. So you kind of have to come up with a joke. Or in your case, it doesn't have to be a joke. It can be like a little bit of a a bit. You know, you can have a riff on it. And and that's the comedy soup. Yeah. Okay, here's the ingredients. So, Levi, um, we've got five ingredients for you today. Sometimes we have a few less. Sometimes we have a few more. Cool. Um, although this is only the second time we've done this. Yeah, last time we had a few less. We had a few less. But yours today are five. Cubes, beef, box, mustache, and caffeine. Mm. See what you can do. You didn't mention Where am I looking at? Okay, cubes. You don't have it's to funny. do... It's funny. See, what we no, do... No, I'm just, I'm just running this back. Yeah, in okay. my soup, Throw I'm creating in. my comedy soup yep. from okay. cubes, box, exactly. and beef. The word mustache is in there. I don't remember, remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It mustache. It's funny because I find that the box and the mustache and the beef are all closely related the mustache being on my face which is in the box which causes a lot of beef for mm. people in which I'm going to end up seeing these people when I serve caffeine this is a brilliant process and right? um and, and honestly when you get your coffee that's I'm, I'm going to put I don't want I don't want I don't want to interrupt but I love that we're hearing the working out of mm-hmm. it, it shows what you're doing. You're 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 exactly showing on the blackboard exactly how you're making mm-hmm. this. It goes suit. over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. So anyway, go on. Uh, everything's connected. They are they they very closely connected. It starts with the mustache. Yeah. In the box it causes beef. For me, who serves caffeine, and the cubes, I think are just I I, I think they're just a way to break the ice. Somewhere oh. just, it's just to cool everything That's down here. That was really good. Was, I think it's just because honestly, caffeine be a, gets so a, a wired up. Soup. I mean, with coffee, gave it, it makes raises your body temperature. Uh, are you that's doing where a soup? lot of the beef uh, is still, comes from. Wait, you so still much, doing it? There's so much beef that can happen because you're so fueled up on caffeine, thinking about somebody right. else's box and whose mustache has been in it. Is that the whole beef? That's the soup. That's the soup. Oh, that's the soup. I didn't even. I wasn't even sure <laughs> that was were, the soup because you were. You didn't know what he was doing. I saw where he was going with it. He was. He made a whole rant, 
saying like, oh, you, you want to talk beef? I have beef because of all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, the soup, key, was that not edible soup? He was, he I can do it backwards if you want. What happened was that uh, I you think just really. You drawing together the words. Joel, Joel was so impressed, actually, by the first thing he said, which was the cubes are something to break the ice. Yeah, I love that. That n- he heard nothing beyond <laughs> that. Well, I mean, earlier, um, a few podcasts ago, one of our first ones, we discussed, um, you know, a classic film, uh, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, right. which he hadn't seen because obviously he's walking by the poster and he enough. just loses it. He mm. just, that's he said that's funny enough. That's where you go. So that's that's how he he works as an audience member. Obviously, when he's on stage, he's had his time to to get all his laughs out when, when he talks. Yeah. So so you have to forgive him. But um. But it was it was brilliant. It's all on record. Do you, so you want to say that? Do you want to say the whole rant just in case anyone else had a similar reaction? I, think I was talking over some of it. Um, you were talking over a bit, but that's another thing that you do. You gave me pretty. You, you gave me pretty good stuff. This is similar to a working a um, uh, material. I'm working on that. You uh, got to learn how to ask questions and stop swearing. Uh, yeah. Me, ca- uh, ca- uh, I never. Me. I don't. I never swear. <laughs> you just, you just about gave yourself notes. Okay, so uh, we did talk about cubes and the box. If you weren't here for that, um, the box and the cubes. Levi, it feels like you're just telling us where the humor was when we were doing the podcast. I'm saying you got to draw that together in a new joke. I Do totally just wrote the, that new joke. What's the he, joke? He Boxes and the cubes. Well, in the I box. you gave me those four topics, but then I'm telling you how they all closely relate. They were each individual stories. You handed me my ingredients, and I found relations for them for each other. They didn't have a, previously. But going like I've got a mustache and I serve coffee is not a joke. I'm not a joke writer. Oh, that's that's the, like you go feel over. the feel the intensity in there as I, as I delivered that. It wasn't just a joke. It's not like a knock knock. Who's there? My mustache in your box. Your mustache in your box. Who is that? What you were expecting? That's the soup. Oh. I didn't expect a mo- a, a, a knock knock joke. I just I don't I, don't, I suppose you want me to write a new joke. Well, I did. Um, hold on, I could come up with a pun. Those are easy to come up with. No. Oh wait, I did break now the you've ice. Done it. That's the soup. Yeah, now you, you got him on the puns, Joel. No, I was just thinking like, okay, you take, uh, you know, I don't even know. Those are tough. I, I, I don't even know how to make soup out of that. But mm. I, maybe you did make soup. I just missed it. It was. It was You're saying there was, was some soup. I thought there soup. was some soup. I could taste. Uh, well, this is another good contest for the strong. Facebook page. Um, if you thought what Levi made was soup. Let us know. Just tell us what, what was this. Help me understand what the soup was. Mm-hmm. If you don't think it was soup. Um, I've got to listen back, and I'll weigh in on this too because I mm. I, w- I really love that ice cube joke. Um, that was the soup for me, you know. But it was just like I had a sp- that was a gazpacho. You see what I did there? Guess uh, that was a gazpacho. What's a gazpacho? I don't know. It's like our guest spacho. It's our guest Levi. It's oh. he's I, our guest Levi, I, not our guest pacho. T- t- tomato soup, uh, ice cold. Ice, ice oh, cold. it's like a cooler it's soup. With oh, it is. Okay, well, that would be a good joke. That's soup. soup. That's the soup. <clears throat> That's the soup. You know, I just, I just want to, uh, you know, apologize if uh, that wasn't clear before. Gazpacho is, is a, a cold soup. Is a cold soup. Well, that's like a summer soup. What you, you would yeah. have that during the summertime. It's more like a V eight, like a just a tomato. It's exactly, in a bowl. It's exactly what. That's it how is. beer was invented. Oh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. just uh, have a drink this like a soup with a spoon. Just drink it out of a bottle. It's it's tomato juice. <laughs> I can't believe you just said 
<laughs> you know, like here, do a soup. Give me no criteria, and that then tell the me soup. it was. That's what we do. That, I don't know okay. if it was soup or not. Kevin's saying it was soup, so it don't soup. take what I'm saying, Liv. I don't it get upset about that. This is. I don't want this to be the beef three. Okay, because mm. the second the beef wasn't good enough to have a third. Yeah, the beef three, the reckoning, the the soup reckoning. Mm-hmm. You know, the beef three. Yeah, yeah the because their first beef was the beef, and then the second beef was the Tom Hanks beef, and then mm-hmm. this is beef three, the soup, a beef stew. Yeah, you a know? veritable beef it is stew. stew. We're stewing, you know, the beef is stewing. Stew, yeah. don't stew over beef. Don't stew over beef. Mm-hmm. See, that? that's the soup. That's the soup. You know, there's a lot that's of soup happening. soup. So soup is a pun is what you're telling me. You no, want me to make no, a pun? it's, it's a joke. A it's just a joke. It's just, oh. uh, um, I, I didn't... I didn't hear. I don't know if I heard soup. Well, you gave me you gave me unrelated objects, and I found a connection between the two of them. And that was before by mixing them together. I felt I was creating soup by taking the topics and finding. Um, exactly. um, there, I'm like, well, what was the exactly. it, was, it was a way of working them all. Uh, I said you gave me mustache, box, beef cubes, and coffee. Caffeine. Yeah. Caffeine. I said. Those separate-related topics yeah. could all be put into a soup. I'm going to put them together in a bowl so they all work with one another. Let, let me see. Let me see if I can reiterate uh, from from uh, this is how I remember him saying it. Anyways, he said, "You know, uh, uh, the ice cubes are here for me to break the ice." That's how he started. Off. Mm-hmm. He says, "And the other day, I had beef because I was so hyped up on caffeine. My mustache got stuck in your box." That's the soup. Which. Okay, that was what in, you said? in of itself, yes, uh, I wouldn't recommend just going up uh, to your workplace and saying that as a joke. However, with these words as our ingredients and the audience listening in, knowing in on the joke, in on our mm. uh, JK Around community, uh, understanding these words and how they're working, I think that's some soup. Well, to me, it was a lobster bisque because it was a little bit fishy. That's the soup. Oh. Now that's Again. the soup. No, it, that's a pun. It's always a You're, pun. It's always a pun with you. I mean, la- uh, last time we had the interview, um, Zach Shade, uh, he was our first one to, to throw together uh, uh, comedy soup. And it was genius. It was Yeah, fast. it was a one-liner. It was a great one-liner. Mm-hmm. Um but we, I think it was a Boom, bit punchy. quicker. Like, this was a, harder than that one. Oh, much harder. Not yeah. to say Zach isn't a comic genius, but... But, but I mean, those were also more This isn't supposed concepts. to be a fight. Like, this, this soup... Oh, it was totally, soup totally made, turned into a debate. Yeah, we just fought over soup. This isn't supposed to be a fight. We did not have enough spoons the for the soup. The comedy soup is supposed to be... What, we didn't that, have enough spoons? For the we, soup. That's why we're that all fighting awesome. over it. That's the soup. That's the soup. That's it. All right, that's what you're looking for. You wanted a metaphor or a pun? You could have just said that. Well, I... mustache you a question. You okay? That's the soup too. That's the soup. She's not much of a wrestler, but you should see your box. Oh, <laughs> so now yes, he could do each word individual. I don't know what cube. I got nothing for cube, so let's just move That's on. That's the break the ice one. That was the. Best. Oh, I, oh, I, already, did, I did. I already nailed it. That was it. the that gazpacho. That was the gazpacho. Um, what do you call someone who eats beef? It's a logic question. I'm actually asking you to answer it yourself. What do you call, do you someone? call someone who eats beef? I'd it's say a, a carnivore. You guys are carnivore. way going to overthink this. It's a beef eater. Oh. What do you call something British, that feeds uh, bees? Uh, uh, a beekeeper. Uh, uh, something that uh, keeps uh, them. A pollen. <laughs> you guys. What? Bees. bees. So, it's a beef eater. Beef eater. Beef. 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 A beef eater? Beef. Oh, oh my a God. beef eater. I love that because that's a play on words. Is that a pun too? 
Or is that so. just a play on words? Mm. Yes. Pun, puns are plays on words, but some playing on words puns is not, are not a pun. pun. Exactly. Yeah, it's not a chicken or the egg situation. No, no. They are, uh, it's a chicken and like a waffle. Yeah, it's a totally Ugh, different thing. I love thing. chicken waffles. That's a, yeah, that's a, very, that's a yeah. southern thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like southern America. As far America. as I've read, yeah. Yeah. They don't, do they have, do that up in Canada? Do they have we that? don't do so much the chicken waffles. It's all inspired from the States. You know, all their gluttonous mm. excessiveness is like, hey, you should do this because it's cool. Try a burger donut. And you're like, what? what? Okay, Sounds... I guess so, but no one's going to build their business on that because... A Canadians. burger donut. A burger donut. I have made them. A Twinkie hot dog. Twinkie oh, wiener that sandwich. sounds amazing. That Slice was, it d- and yeah. put a, a little wiener inside. Sounds amazing. UHF, uh, Weird Al Yankovic's movie. I'm glad Did that they? you got that reference. Now, now we're friends again. Yeah. <clears throat> we made up because we connected on, on UHF. UHF, uh, uh, classic. Michael Richards' like, debut. Weird Al Yankovic. UHF? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a movie. It's a frequency, I believe. And a frequency. Yep. Well, that's because they it's a little, run a TV a little, show. And... little tiny TV station cable mm-hmm. free access. Something like that. It was, I don't know what it stands uh, for, but... Great, great stuff. Yeah, great stuff. Check it out. He does make a Twinkie uh, hot dog. You can watch it on Netflix. You can follow us on Twitter. Okay. Um, we didn't want to fight over the soup. Um, that <laughs> happened. That's fine. Uh, comedy soup is supposed to be fun for everyone everyone listening and our guests fun. and for us. Um, I don't know. I got a little bit heated and i know you did too levi and hope that doesn't leave a sour ever since taste we, in either of our ever mouths. since we've been doing that fan mail segment you've been a little little on edge and i, I apologize if i've been uh, you know sometimes i know i say some things that just gets that bottom jaw of yours going and i, I just, know when i see that protruding can we make I, up by imitating better get a, a, a scooting with a microphone, it would sound like uh, it would sound a lot better. It would, than the Let's car. do that. Okay, so uh, Levi and I both can do uh, um, imitation of the sound of somebody pouring a beer into a glass. Oh yeah, there um, we go. I'll do mine because it's not as good as yours, and then you can do yours, which is far better. And I, right. and, well, it can be a contest. You can tweet us. Yeah, uh, see, Levi, we'll, man, we'll leave it up Twitter to the too. listeners. Who poured the better sound Who effect? Poured beer? the better. Yeah. So this so, is okay. So here, first, we're gonna do uh, Joel. Joel, whenever you're ready. So if you got, uh, uh, he'll be number one. So vote, vote for Joel or for number uh, one. Yeah. Send and one to our Twitter. One to the Twitter and and uh, the JK else. round. Yeah, the JK round at the JK round. Mm-hmm. Ready? Uh, so this one's Joel. Very quiet. Yeah, but you could imagine it. Mm-hmm. I hope our listeners were closing their eyes and just... Yeah, uh, it's me pouring it's refreshing. Some, well, uh, beer or really anything, pop maybe, into a, a glass. Um, and now, uh, Levi, man, what uh, is your Levi, Twitter handle? Levi. I think it's... My Twitter is uh, oh, oh Hey Man. Oh Hey Man. Like O-H. O-H-E-Y-M-A-N-N. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so, hey Oh Hey Man, you can uh, tweet him the number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is uh, Levi. You want to and, and also at the at the JK Round podcast uh, uh, or the JK Round on Twitter, or Facebook, whatever. Let, just let us know who who do you like. Mm-hmm. So that that was number one was was Joel. Uh, you can rewind about fifty seconds if you need to hear that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and now here's number two. This is a uh, uh, Levi man. <clears throat> Oh. Way better. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 
I'm giving the answer away. I think it's way better. Yeah. This is, I'm, and maybe that's my humility. Maybe I am way better at it. He I did was it. trained. My, my dad was very strict with that. And he would make sure that if I was going out to college or any like future endeavor that I, I had that down pat. Mm. Just so when they ask on. you for a drink, you're like, oh, I already have one. See? <laughs> yes. He said, he said it, was, it, was, it was vital to making sure that you never got too drunk. So, you know, like you can always like pull the whole, I did a shot of water thing. Mm. And then this is the fake pour a beer around yeah. the corner. Don't worry. I'm pouring my own beer. You just listen. Don't look. Just listen. Yeah. It's, yeah. Good if you're in a, it's good if you're in a fraternity like Delta Kappa blind, right? Because then they don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can't see the thing. That's, I always wanted one. to know if the, you can you call a blind person to the witness stand, or is that just hearsay? Uh, if they did answer you the write phone, that? did you? I, I think you I did. Write I don't know. Jokes. That's I one of those know. things did where you come up with it. You're like, that's already done. Google it. I think yeah. everyone should Google that. GTS, buddy. Did Levi Man plagiarize? Uh, it's our next competition. <laughs> we had okay. a lot of we had a lot of fun uh, today. We had a lot of fun um, with that it. with that uh, competition of the sound effect, and I think that's what brought us back together. Zany and uh, zany comedy uh, can sometimes. Yep. I mean, look at Andy Dick. That can sometimes draw people together. It's the healing process. That that's why why we're here. Why mm-hmm. else would we be doing mm-hmm. this? And it looks like we just found ourselves another spoon. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh. And you know, um, Levi, thank you for coming. Uh, I think, how many points did he get in this podcast? I think there was two at least. Mm. I remember uh, one for sure. Down. Yeah, yeah. But I, in, for all intents and purposes, you won the podcast. You win this round. Neither of us really got any points. Cool. Um, I didn't know that was happening. Yep. Yeah, well, mm. that's something that happens. We uh, did. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but mm-hmm. Kevin mm-hmm. said you want to got a point. Yeah, awesome. Uh, As I went, I'm going to field point. goal that kick oh, and be proud about I, it. I had a, I did have one point in this one, but that you got. What did you get a point for? Uh, you'll have to you'll have to go back, but I, I did something. Uh, I don't want to say it was like a spacho thing, but if. Something. Well, the spacho was good. It wasn't the uh, no was, because well, you guys didn't like that one. It's about making soup. I made like three bowls. You made a couple of. of they were uh, puns, but pun, the, pun soups, pun, pun dishes. That was like, like Lipton know, right. from the bag. He's talking about spot, spacho, guad. I don't even know what it was. It sounds some pretty fancy soup right there. It's, it's cold soup. I've never even heard really of cold soup mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, it's because nobody cares about it. So mm-hmm. It's not very good. Um, <laughs> but uh, check us out at facebook.com slash the JK round. JK round, uh, Gmail. Uh, the JK e- round. E- email at gmail. Said, yep. The JK around Gmail, uh, and hey guys, uh, check out my my blog if you want to write to me uh, some some fan mail. Uh, again, sorry, Joel, just just saying those words. Uh, maybe, maybe I won't say them anymore today. But you guys, uh, you heard what I said. Do her on up. Send me uh, some some questions. Uh, if they're good enough to, I'll show them to Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I won't want to bother him too much. Right. And yeah, it'll be it'll be great. So thanks for joining us this week. Uh, I'd like to thank Levi Mann. Uh, Joel, as always. I'd like to thank um, Levi too. Uh, yep. Um, thank check you guys out. Back. Those things remember, for yeah, oh, hey welcome, Levi, you don't have a Facebook page yet. I don't. I, that's a, that's a new thing. I guess I should do that. that. Eh. Oh hey Levi. Oh hey man. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. oh oh hey man. Oh h e y man. Two ends. Two ends. And uh, make sure that you subscribe, tune in, rate and review the old podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll be here oh. every Monday with uh, some really enlightening uh, demagification of yep. comedy. So keep taking that magic out of comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and have a great week. Uh, and uh, keep your pickles off the pit. I don't know. Uh, something Just like that. Uh, have a great week is good ha- enough. 
have a, have a don't make sure to not keep have a keep tuning in to the number one JK Round podcast. Let's keep tuning in to the only JK Round podcast on the internet.